Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, world record holder, Olympic medalist, and now newest associate coach at Notre Dame. We're talking to, oh, an officially swammer, Kelsey Dahlia. Yes, thank you. A lot of new additions to my resume, I guess. And thanks. It's been a whirlwind, a little overwhelming at times, but overall, great. starting with this, these two transitions, right? You retire days later, we, we get the announcement that you're joining uh, your Louisville coach, Chris at Notre Dame. Did these go hand in hand? You know, did you know you were going to retire? And that's when, when Chris swooped in, did you retire? And then Chris was like, Hey, you want to coach? Tell us how those two things coincided. Yeah, I had kind of been straddling this decision since last summer and I wanted to try mixing up my training last summer and so that was a perfect way to do it with ISL season and then I I figured with world trials just a few months after I wanted to give it 100% all my focus to try to qualify for the world's team but when ISL officially postponed I figured I'm I'm ready to move on from competing and I still love the sport. And so once I um, went into to world trials, knowing um, that if I made the world team, I was going to go to world, but if not my hundred fly that, that night um, for finals was going to be my last swim. And so uh, around the same time, uh, Chris was in the interviewing process, application process for the Notre Dame job. And he did it with a lot of humility. Felt like the whole time he's like, it's a long shot. It's a long shot. But um, he did approach me right at the beginning saying, hey, if, the, if this does happen, I'd love for you to come on board. And so that got my wheels turning. And I he knew all along what what my plans were in the pool. And so when he, he approached me with that, I just got so excited knowing that I still love the sport truly. And I feel like I have a lot left to give back to the sport and that still want to be around it. And that's made the transition a lot easier too, knowing that it's not a goodbye to so many friends that I've made over the years. It's I'll see you at the next meet uh, just in a different capacity. So it's been yeah, a lot of decisions and didn't take it lightly. Obviously it's moving my whole life, my family, four hours away, my community that I've built 10 years at Louisville, but with Chris and, and Cameron too, I know, I knew that it would be a great introduction into the coaching world that they'd have the patience for me as I'm, I'm learning the, the ins and outs of, I guess the, like the more the technical side of like the programming and, just like arms and things like that, but uh, that they've, they've seen how I've had a different type of experience coaching and that I've experienced it firsthand the last 10 years at UofL, the last six years professionally. Uh, so 
we have obviously, you know, these two big topics. I do want to start with the retirement and then we'll switch to the coaching. So you talked about kind of the timeline and when you had made your decisions. Um, but what for you, what went into the decision of retiring? You know, you talked about you considered it after last summer, um, missing the team for Tokyo. But was it was it just the lack of opportunities for racing? Like you said, obviously, ISL this season was canceled, um, missing that world's team. You know, it's like, would it sounds like you would have still competed had you had those opportunities. Um, so what, how, how were you weighing these decisions? I think that my decision would have been more complicated if I had another ISL season, but still waiting to get paid. So, you know, I didn't want to commit to another season if I haven't gotten paid for the last season. So, yeah. Um, that was a major factor in that as well, but also I could just tell the last couple of months I'd show up, up at practice and while I loved the, the team and so much about the sport, I wasn't necessarily like excited to jump in and necessarily like showing up to get better. And that's when I kind of knew that I, I think that that's when I knew I was ready to move on. And there was a few days where I was just like, oh kind of dragging to get into the water. And, and that's not me. That's not who I am. And uh, that just kind of made me realize, okay, let's start to look at other options and get ready to move on. And so um, I think that if there were more opportunities, it, it would have made it a harder decision, but I also like, wasn't getting excited to go to pro swims and as, as, like I had in previous years, you know, and yeah, all of that kind of played into that decision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I, I feel like from the outside, you know, or, or the general public, the media, it's, it's easy to make the assumption, you know, if an athlete isn't making those, those, you know, uh, highest level international teams and it's like, oh, well, then they're going to retire. But it also is like, well, you know, you have a life to live and you've been swimming at a high level for a very long time. And, um, you know, I, I, I was just guessing there might be more factors than just, oh, no ISL, miss the team. Um, that's that. Uh, and I think ISL definitely prolonged my career and I'm grateful for the opportunities, but I, I had always hoped for other things in my life too. Like I'm so grateful I had six years, but I think when I, even when I went to Louisville, I remember my freshman year teammate saying, are you going to swim after your four years? And I was like, no way. I, I didn't think I would ever get to the point I'd be good enough. And so I can look back and say, wow, I had six amazing years as a professional swimmer that I never would have dreamed of. I got to go all over the world. And even when I look back at 2016, I thought, okay, we'll see how 2020 goes, maybe do a fun year after that. So I exceeded my expectations in so many ways of how I swam, how the friendships I got to make, like so many things I can look back and just be so grateful for all the opportunities, all the people I've got to meet, places I've traveled and how fast I swam. I exceeded my goal times by so much. So I can, can look back just with so much gratitude. Do you remember what, if you had any goal times or goals uh, were your freshman year of college? Yeah, I had a, um, Page in my locker, I beat all of my goal times. I wanted to go under 52 seconds in the 100 fly. 
I think I want it to go under uh, 22.5 in the 50 free. I don't know if I went my 100 free time or not, but like those were my goal times and I went like seconds faster year after year. So it's, it's fun. I, I set too many limits on my goals and it's fun to see. Um, yeah, just doing the little things every day, how far I was able to go. Yeah. Uh, so when, when you look back on, on this career, as you've looked back on it in the past, you know, week or so, um, are there moments that stand out to you? I mean, certainly you mentioned the ISL, you know, you got to break a world record, uh, in the ISL, uh, obviously in the NCAA first woman under 50, right? That's, that's in, correct. Yeah. In a, in a hundred yard <laughs> fly. Um, I'm sorry. I had to ask that. I sh- I'm ashamed. No, it's um, so many people have done it now. I'm like old in that, but, <laughs> um, that it was a really special race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so like, you know, do, do moments like that stand out to you? Do other moments like that stand out to you? So much of great memories were tied to those team environments. And that's what I'm, I'm so grateful for. And some of the girls at Notre Dame were asking me like what I'm excited for. And I'm excited to be a part of that team environment again. It's just so different at the NCAA level when you're spending so, so much time together all throughout the year. Um, but when I do look back, I'm, I, and I don't tend to look back too often. So this is a good exercise for me, I think, <laughs> to uh, look back and, oh, yeah, reflect on some of those special times. But definitely, like, 2017 Worlds was my best meet, like, time-wise. So, so exhausting, but so much fun, like, starting it off that full free relay when I got to be on it with, Mallory, Simone, and Ledecky, and when we we took the the gold and set an American record, which just was so hard for my brain to compute because I was on that relay, and it didn't make sense that we would set an American record in a freestyle relay, so that was uh, just really a, a fond memory because that was my first international podium because the Olympics, I didn't have that uh, yeah, I didn't have that experience just being in the stands. And so that so many special memories at, at Louisville with our sixth place finish at NCAAs, my junior year will always stand out to me with 14 swims individually, but we finished 15th the year before. And then that was our, our school highest finish. And then to go to sixth place and not just that, but I'm so proud of uh, how the team has been so consistent since then. And uh, they've, I, I don't have any relay school records anymore. And I'm really proud of, I think that legacy that, that so many of us have been able to build over the year, build over the years and to been able to train with those girls as well. Well, I didn't get to be on those relays to get to watch which I had just as much pride and seeing them continue to do so well at NCAAs. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got quite the legacy in, in all three course pools. Uh, I mean, I'm looking now, you still have the American record in the foreigner free relay with Mallory, Abby Weitzel and Simone from the 2019 world champs. You still have the world record in the foreigner medley relay uh, from that same meet. 
pretty pretty solid resume. <laughs> uh, and like you said, I mean, to to be one of those foundational building blocks to what what the Louisville program has become now um, is is I would think a pretty cool thing. Um, is it? I mean, how are you feeling about leaving? Like you said, your home of the last ten years and um, the your your swimming home, your community home. Um, what's what has that been like? I think I'm still processing, and I, I think when we officially sell our house, it'll be a really sad day because we we started our marriage. So it's been five years since we've had the house, and um, yeah, just become an adult in Louisville and created my own family away from my family. So try not to get emotional here, but like I've seen like Gabby grow up and like Arthur has become my, my second dad. So I feel like I was, I've been able to um, appreciate those people. And I hope that they feel that because I'm, I'm will be forever grateful for those relationships and we'll still have them, but just they'll, they'll look a little bit different being four hours away, but um, yeah, it's a lot to process and I think I'm suppressing a little bit like I did at world trials, knowing it was going to be my last one too. So slowly uh, allowing myself to feel all the feels, but yeah, Louisville for 10 years. And I it will always hold the, a very special place in my heart. Sure. I, one of my favorite part of, of this last trials in Greensboro honestly, was seeing you and Gabby compete in finals yeah. together and the the handshake you guys had was just like, it was <laughs> awesome. Um, it was so cool to see. And again, you know, you having been at Louisville for so long, you, you being synonymous with that program and her, you know, like you said, you've seen her grow up and now she is in her own right, an elite level swimmer as well. Also coming out of that program mm -hmm. and being the coach's daughter, it's like, it's, that was really cool to see. Yeah, that was really, really special for me as well. And if there was a Wugs team, she would have been on it. And I'm really proud of her that she's become such a student of the sport over the years. I think that she's had to learn what it looks like for herself with, with Nick always there as well. And I've been able to share some different video review advice and uh, just some other encouragement. And it's been really cool to see her improve and embrace that and work on the little things after practices and just become a 24 seven student athlete. I'm so proud of her. That's, that is really cool. And uh, so transitioning now, you know, you said you're always going to be a part of the Louisville family. It's just going to look a little different. Um, have you thought about what it's going to be like at ACC's <laughs> <laughs> on the pool deck when, you know, you guys are going head to head? We will also have a dual meet this year. Louisville comes up to South Bend. So that nice. might be a little more intense with just like the two teams, <laughs> but it'll all be out of love. And I think with the, the next few years when we'll still have like the swimmers that were at UofL when Chris and Cam coach and when I was training there, we'll, we'll have a little bit more um, meaning behind it, I think, but I think that it'll be just like a reunion as well. And of course we're, we're circling that meet just like they are, but we'll have a lot to learn this year to, um, to be able to win the, some of those uh, tough races. Do, do you know when that meet is yet? Are you allowed yeah. to say? 
don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but it'll be in November. Okay. So. <laughs> cool. Um, so Working November. on the schedule today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm circling my calendar now too. Yeah. Um, that'll be exciting. Okay. So coaching, you're going to be a, a college coach now. Um, have you spent much time on deck? If any. At Notre Dame so far? Sorry. Or in your life. In my life. <laughs> you know, what's, I, what's your coaching experience look like before this? So I was a coach at Cardinal Aquatics for a few years, mainly with like the nine to 12 year olds. Mm -hmm. So a little bit different in terms of length of practices, number of practices and season planning. But um, I think just what I learned from that is just like the, the love of the sport that they have and the encouragement side of things and just letting them know that, yes, we want you to swim fast, but like, that's not why we love you and why we care about you. And that's what I'm excited to bring here. And so I think another reason why this is a great fit too, is while maybe I won't necessarily be writing practices right away that Chris and Cam have that, will have that patience for me. And they know what I can bring to it, even if it isn't necessarily uh, writing practices on a day-to-day -day quite yet. Um, but we're, we're still brainstorming and collaborating on our practices here. And it's been a lot of fun just in the first week that we've had. Yeah. So you've been on deck. I think you said today was day four. Um, but, you know, what have these first few days been like? And for you in particular, what has been an emphasis of, of what you're trying to accomplish each day? Mm -hmm. So we only have about 12 or 13 student athletes on campus right now, just because of they weren't really sure what summer was going to look like before Chris, Chris came in. And so I think another summer session starts in a week. So we'll have another uh, 12, I think, coming in. So um, right now we're just kind of taking things one week out of at a time, but we have a great practice. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> I guess they're uh, motion censored lights. Nice. So well, right now we're just getting them kind of acclimated to how we're going to be just the terminology running practices and kind of what our expectations are and going forward and nothing too crazy. We're not, we're still deciding who's going to nationals, what meets we're going to, but just kind of, I think that a lot of the swimmers here were frustrated and on edge of getting burnout from the sport. So just, kind of meeting with everyone individually, getting a sense of where everyone's at and finding new, new ways to make the sport enjoyable again and setting new goals, I think is what the, the plan has been and will continue to be as, as new people come in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think before Chris came in, there was obviously a lot of, uh, it seemed like that program went through a lot in the last year, certainly on the coaching side and um, with the uncertainty of who was the head, you know, who's going to be the head coach. Um, it's, it's nice to, I'm sure for the athletes finally have that set in stone. Um, mm -hmm. And like you said, probably turn a new leaf and maybe find a new lease on their athletic careers in the pool. Um, is, how are you guys 
what, or what are you guys emphasizing to, to do that to, like you said, you know, make sure that they're having fun in it, make sure, yes, swimming, we want to go fast, we want to go best times, but like, we want to enjoy it first and foremost. Yeah, I think the three of us bring a great energy to pool deck and just different expectations. Like we're, we're coming and we're excited to be here and we're, gr- we're so grateful too for the, for this opportunity. And so coming up on deck with that attitude and having that expectation for the swimmers too. And, and I don't think that they, they knew anything different that it was just kind of like you showed up dragging your feet and your head and no, like we have got a great opportunity. And I think just to have that thankfulness mindset is going to be huge for everyone. And I think that they're excited for the, the vision that we're setting and that we're developing here. And I know for me, it's just been so fun the last few years to see Chris like become more and more of a leader at UofL. And now for him to be in a head coaching role, it's so deserved. And he is so true to himself and so genuine and won't compromise on those core values with family and, and the energy that he brings and that gratitude as well. And so I've already seen him just do such an amazing job that this first week that I've been here. And so I think the swimmers can also see that and they, they know that and they're, they're seeing that this is really truly who he is from the first meeting where he was introduced to how he shows up at 7am here. And it's a lot. We're all have, we're learning about a new campus and so much, but I think that when we have this, gratefulness and thankfulness that it, it's not a chore that it's exciting and it's fun. So you mentioned the gratitude piece of it. Um, but as you said, you know, you all, you, Chris, Cam, all, you know, had a big development uh, at, at the Louisville program under Arthur. Um, what, what other aspects, if, if any, you know, I don't want to assume, but it's my guess that, you know, you guys are taking um, a big piece of that Louisville culture and bringing it to Notre Dame. Um, Are there other aspects besides that gratitude piece that you're trying to incorporate uh, within Notre Dame? We're still learning what the Notre Dame culture looks like, and we want to make sure we prioritize that tradition is so huge here. And I've loved it. I've loved the learning the ins and outs of like the, the stories that each of the dorms or the buildings have. And you can just see that. And there's so much pride in that. And so we want to make sure that we're valuing that and bringing the strengths that Notre Dame has. And so I think it's hard when we don't have the full team here yet. So as we have more, more meetings and get to know the pulse of what, what is great, and we, we don't want to throw everything out. We're not trying to completely start everything over. And so we're still developing what exactly we're, we want to bring that, that we like and what, what we think works to what is so great about Notre Dame. And so um, it's been fun to learn that in the first week. But um, I know I have some, some hopes that for like the locker room and creating that as like a fun like welcoming energy and like a safe place right now it's kind of sad looking and so like the girls like we're like can we get a disco ball and I'm like yes let's get a disco ball like (laughs) let's make it a fun place and so like that's a big priority 
Um, and yeah, just little things like that where, where we're approachable too, or like, Hey, like, yeah, let's meet my doors open. Um, but yeah, the gratitude from Louisville, I've never met like someone so present like Arthur is, and he takes like a gratitude prayer walk from his car every day into the pool. And he's, he never, he has one of his mottos is be where his feet are and or yeah, be where your feet are. Be where he's where his feet is. Yeah, never mind. And so <laughs> he like, as much as like, he doesn't just say that, like he embodies that too. And so I told him like, I want to take that with me when, when I'm coaching too. And so I know that I have a lot to learn and as, as year one, but that's what my goal is to, to emulate that. Yeah. I love disco ball as priority number one. That's, <laughs> that is spot. That's great. Um, so out, outside of the pool, like you said, you know, just getting to know campus, getting to know South Bend, um, has there been a surprise that stood out to you or has there been something, you know, you've learned or picked up or noticed that, that you didn't expect? Oh, I honestly haven't had much of a chance to explore yet. Um, hopefully finding a, a home soon and then can get fully settled. But um, I think what I've just been most impressed with is like the alumni support. It's like unlike anything I've seen before. So just been really encouraged with that. And the the history here with Tim Welsh and that last week was the one year of his passing and just that how connected people were to him and that they want to keep giving back to the program how supportive that the alumni have been of Chris and, and us as a staff as he selected us. So I'm really encouraged by that and looking forward to connect even more with the alumni base. And I'm impressed with just like the student athletes that I've been able to meet. They're just great people and they're just embracing and they're so optimistic even after the tumultuous few years that they've had, they, they're just embracing it and uh, they're, they're excited for what the future has. And so I've been impressed with their resiliency that they've had through the coaches, but also through COVID and everything. And so um, with that, I know that we can do something really special here. Well, I'm certainly excited to uh, stay tuned and see what, what, how the Notre Dame program is going to progress forward. Do the ACC is just going to keep getting wilder. I was going to say be wild this year, but I think <laughs> it's been pretty stacked yeah. for the last few years. Um, so it, it's coming full circle with this conversation. Um, what are you going to miss most about being a swimmer? There you go. Just wanting me to reminisce and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's, it's going to be different now bringing other people along and coaching them. And so having, I think less control of that and this balance of like, like walking along with them, but like, okay, it's now like letting go and it's up to them. I'll have to navigate that now. And I think I'll just miss fighting personally with like, and having that, yeah, that control, like on a relay and getting to see, like, but getting to push my body and that feeling after a Saturday morning, as horrible as it might've been, like, there's nothing like getting into bed and getting a great nap after an 8K Saturday morning practice. And so little things like that and 
getting to to travel in the same way I've got to see so many f- fun places and of course I'll want to with my family but it's just it's different when you're going f- for team USA and walking on deck and team USA gear and seeing like everyone's faces turn and having that respect with uh your teammates it's something that I might not get to experience again maybe as a coach one day but probably ways down the line but yeah I, I'm not I haven't been able to fully reflect on that but those are just a few things that come to mind right now sure uh I don't want to assume the status of their careers but what is the Louisville pro group gonna do? what are Zach and Mallory gonna do <laughs> without you there <laughs> I'll, I'll really miss our pro group as well I'm really proud of how we've developed and taken real ownership of that and tried to still come alongside that the team and I think that they those are decisions you'll have to ask them and I think they're still deciding and seeing how this summer goes but no matter what I'm going to be their biggest fans too I'm really proud of of Zach and and Mal for coming back when a lot of people doubted her and when it's been really tough physically emotionally but um, she handled trials so well when she was on the bubble and she stayed optimistic and really excited to cheer for her and for Zach as well I think this summer as disappointing as it is I think it's really good for him to have a break and get to reevaluate and get to yeah set new goals and refocus so and for Nick too to now enter the pro group it's it's going to be an adventure for him and um, he's got a lot to learn, but it's going to be fun to cheer from here. Okay. I won't make you reminisce anymore, but <laughs> th- thank you for, for taking the time to sit down and chat, giving us, the, <laughs> you just really hit us with the one, two punch on the news cycle. Um, I know. <laughs> just very exciting. You know? I had to wait till it was official and I wanted to do a, a proper job of thanking my sponsors before the news came out. And so Really, I'm, everyone has been just so so supportive and encouraging of me as I've, I've taken this job at Notre Dame. And so I think um, they've, they've built so much confidence up in me. And I've been yeah so grateful for Tier and Usana and all my U- UofL sponsors over the years that have allowed me to, to fully focus on swimming and training and racing. And it's been a dream. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.